5: Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombuscom slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
4: Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United United States States veterans. Veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro Wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. military vets talking pro wrestling. This is the No-Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome Welcome to the No-Shave Man Cave. Now your hosts... Ellie and Jay Jay Tilly. Tilly.
0: Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Live. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for all those reviews. We got everybody except Coach here tonight. We got a six-panel situation. John's here. He brought the headband. Angela, not to let John be outdone, also brought a headband. Chris is here making the show work, bringing the people on we got a couple of guests. The guys from the No Shave Man Cave are joining us to talk to Pro Wrestling. That's a great name for a show right there. There are a couple of vets who brought, bought microphones to talk about the stuff they love. I think we can relate to that. Jay Tilly and Ellie Jair is what they're going by. Welcome to Patriot Sports Radio. Thanks for your time. How are you guys doing?
3: Oh, man, we're doing great. Thank you so much for having us on. This is cool. Uh, excited to talk to you guys. And like you said, a couple... Disabled vets love talking about wrestling and we're like, Hey, why don't we do this like on a podcast medium? And, uh, people seem to like it. So we're going to keep doing it. Heck yeah. We, uh, we do it at work. We, uh, do
6: it on the way home. Don't make it weird. And, uh, that's what we're here for. Super, uh, super pumped. And thank you for having us here with, uh, with the, with the crew, we wish the coach was here to, uh, lead us to the, to the finish line. So we'll, we'll try and contribute as best we can. And thanks again. Appreciate the invite.
0: He's out there furthering his education, expanding his options.
7: Uh, I thought he was uh, filibustering at his HOA. That could be.
2: (laughs) That's 100% probably is what's happening. (laughs) And then then taco night. Nope, Thursday. Barbecue night. My bad. My bad. Sorry, Coach.
0: Barbecue night. I'm off. How about we just skip the whole HOA? He's probably trying to defund the whole thing as we speak so guys the question everybody always asks when you come on somebody's podcast how did uh how did you get started how did the idea come about and then you know we know from experience there's a lot of action that takes place before you actually press record so how how did that whole process start
6: you want to start or Do you want me to start well uh yeah i appreciate it yeah so we started uh we were talking smack at work one day and uh i'll let jt get into the emotional part of it but uh we, as a couple of disabled vets on a fixed income, we wanted to do something a little bit different, expand our horizons. And uh, we currently work for a very large organization that has known to carry things from A to Z, and uh, we're ready to you know, do something else. So we were sitting around talking one day, and JT was like, hey, why don't we do this thing? And I'll tag out and hand it over to my partner.
3: Yeah, that's uh, pretty much exactly it. We were in the office uh, a normal day ish that you can have in that company that sells things, but uh, decided to, you know, we were just, we have a tendency to go on rants when we watch wrestling. And uh, I like to, uh, you know, look at the future and figure out what we're going to like, Oh man, where's the booking going to go. And he's very much a historian. And we started going back and forth. I'm like, man, we should record this and put it out there. Cause I like listening to it and we listen to other podcasts and there's a lot of, Uh, wrestling podcasts that are you know former wrestlers former managers former stars we're just two dudes that like to talk about it and that's exactly where it went and we uh came up with the idea about a year ago went to one of the pay-per-views that uh all elite wrestling does forbidden door in chicago had a blast there and, and did a couple little short things there didn't think much of it uh got back and sitting in the in the man cave up here uh one day and i'm like Hey, let's let's record real quick. And we did our first episode on the fly. No script. No idea wow. what we're going to do. I'm like, hey, man, let's hit record and talk about what got us into wrestling. And that was the first episode was we like wrestling. This is what our story was getting into wrestling. This is what we uh, this is what, you know, our story like growing up, like my mom hated me watching it. So I'd sneak and watch it and and all that stuff. And that was our first episode. And we have gone since then. It's been a lot of work, uh, a lot more than I thought it was going to be starting off. You know, I'll record and next thing I know, like six hours later, I'm still editing Up, you know, this guy's deep breathing in the mic or or whatever the case is. But uh, it's been a Don't lot make of fun. It weird I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or make it weird. But yeah, we we have a blast. And then we're starting to tie in as we're getting more comfortable talking about it. Uh, we're tying in a lot of our military background, too, uh, and talking kind of more about uh, how some of the storylines in wrestling can relate to real life and you know, how it's like, well, I remember I had this, this chief once that treated me like that. So it's kind of neat to have that other perspective. Um, and then one of the things that when we started this talking about was he and I are both, uh, vets, obviously, uh, I did 24 years in the air force. He did, uh, I think he beat me by what three, you did 27 in the Marines. Yeah. Jeez, 28, uh, all years. Yeah. Awesome. And, and, uh, one of our biggest things is, uh, so I think what, what turned Chris on to us and everything was we released on the 22nd, uh, we do a mental health awareness show, and that's all we talk about. Uh, we tell our stories, uh, how we dealt with depression or uh, PTSD or whatever those cases are. We have a buddy that's a suicide survivor. He comes on and talks. And that's kind of one of the things that from the beginning we wanted to do was, yes, we're going to talk wrestling, but we also want to put stuff out there to help people to give an outlet to come talk if they want to talk or whatever the case may be. So that's kind of like the 22nd every month is our big show. I'm like, this is the one I get pumped for. And then, yeah, the wrestling is great too, and we're we're trying to sprinkle the other stuff in.
7: That's pretty cool, man. Um, I read a stat not too long ago that 80% of suicides are men. You don't hear that a lot. It doesn't get a lot of airplay. So it's nice to hear that people are doing something about it.
3: Yeah, and, and the significance on the 22 is 20 on average 22 veterans commit suicide every day. So it's, it's a huge, it's a huge deal. And it started actually the 22nd came from, uh, Jared there. He, he, every 22nd does his buddy check-ins and reaches out to all of his friends, just to check in how they're doing. awesome And I'm that's like, you know so what, cool. let's just do it, do it nationwide. Let's just do it for everybody. And that's kind of where it started coming from. And that's going to be our tradition going forward.
0: You guys are
5: amazing. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, so, so yeah, welcome well, to the
5: family. You.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly.
0: I mean, <laughs> yeah, so we, we just started a bunch of stuff that really jives with everything we're about. So, <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're fans already. My mom, yeah. shout out mom, she was always cool with me watching wrestling. I got a babysitter fired once because she made me go to bed um, before wrestling started. And she was told explicitly that I was allowed to watch wrestling. I don't know if her <laughs> boyfriend was coming over. She wanted to have some hippie lettuce or what, but that was the last time she babysat me. Well, I
2: Homie, don't play
0: that. Yeah. watching wrestling Ultimate tonight. Was playing Hart and I missed it. And there's no DVR. There's no... You no, not yeah. I'm gonna Y'all know what i talking too. about. Eric
5: Gator don't play
2: no shit. There was no YouTube to jump on and catch it later. No. <laughs> Once you missed it, if it didn't come out on Blockbuster, then you, yep. you missed it.
0: You had to look through that TV guide and hope they were rerunning a, a WWF from two weeks ago or something.
3: Yeah. Yep. Some- yeah <laughs> I used, used to get to- the uh, the VHS tapes of like ECW or like some of the backyard mm-hmm. stuff. That's that's how much I was into it. I was like, hey, hey, who's got the good stuff, man? Who's got the yeah. good stuff? Oh, and we'd get some of that old ECW tape and, whew Yep. Back in the day,
6: you got some tape trading going on. Yep. I had Me a bunch.
5: Brother, I remember we used to get in so much trouble just like nine, trying to annihilate each other, jumping off. <laughs> my mom would get so pissed.
0: <laughs> I landed on the corner Ooh. of an open drawer, jumping off the top of a dresser onto a bed, doing Oof. some kind of suplex situation. Yeah. The 80s were wild. That yeah,
3: was a- Oh, yeah. Yeah, I caught, yeah, uh, my like sister, got my uh, sister. My sister got put in the figure four and the Boston, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. all those moves just to try them out. I'm like, they don't we really hurt. Like, yes, they do. <laughs> yeah, we had. Yeah, I caught, bed, uh, I that caught the corner of deal. a
6: table and uh, busted my <gasps> busted my too. eye open and
5: woof. Right here, I have a line. Oh I yeah. Got,
6: I didn't get oh, in any trouble. Me. I was the baby of baby of five. My sister, uh, well, you could do no uh, wrong. Oh yeah, my sister grabbed me. And we were all uh, slowly just uh, growing into wrestling fans. I saw Jerry Lawler when I went and visited my sister who was stationed. She was in the Army. Uh, she was stationed in Kentucky. And I got to go visit her. And I saw Jerry the King Lawler in uh, 79 throw a fireball. And I was like, that's it. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> and my sister tried to emulate a move and bow. Oh. so. There goes the moneymaker. Yeah. yeah. I see, I see a little Jerry
0: Lawler in him. Don't you? Yeah, Maybe it's yeah, just yeah. because he's talking, but I don't know. I
5: went into a console TV, those big ones that sit on the floor and I got the corner, right? Oh, it' yeah. was like, I don't know. 11 stitches as like a eight or nine year old. That's a lot.
0: That <laughs> yeah. thing, those TVs were a piece of furniture. Oh yeah. I, I had a friend who had these tapes. Maybe you can identify them. I don't remember what it was called. It was, I think filmed in Japan. And Mankind was in there a lot. I think it was, I think the commentators were insane clown posse. And they were using like razor wire and thumbtacks and busting each other through windows. Yeah. What the hell was
3: I watching? So if it was Japan, it was, it was probably all Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. Or it was, I can't remember the other name, but they had a spinoff one that was all death matches. They don't BS over there. Well, yeah, no, that's where those death matches started, and they, they do some nasty stuff when they get into them. I, I've watched matches where guys will take uh, the skewers you'll use for food and stuff and jam them in the top of your heads and hammer those in. Oh. Uh, oh. I've, watched, I've watched, uh, I watched a death match recently, well, not recently, I guess it was about six, eight months ago, where a dude almost bled out because he took a light tube and they broke it over him. Well, then he decided to gash the guy. So we cut the artery under his arm Oh my god hey, You dude, got yeah. a palate
2: cleanser over there Eric and, and, and Do you have a palate cleanser in your notepad over there <laughs> <You> I <might> need <laughs> one after this <laughs> Hey <laughs> I want to say look, real quick Shout out to Gina How you doing everybody go check her out hey, Gina rep up in the base you got a great podcast yep. And the blue collar enlightenment shows in the house Jonah what's up brother Another a lot great of- podcast one of my favorite And then my pops good evening to all of you Wonderful Skip. people Skip.
0: A lot of, Skip. A lot of our a lot of our top-notch fans in well, there thanking dad, you guys for your service. That's what we do. My dad never misses a show. No. Nope. All
7: right. Well, I, I got to chime in here because I think everybody who grew up in the '80s thinks they had the heyday of wrestling. But if you grew up late '90s, early 2000s, oh, I that think was that good. was because well, that's one, stone cold. I was stone cold. That was when Goldberg was starting Ooh. his whole run. The thing that made hero. it different is we had the best toys. We had those like. Pillows that were like this big that you could find yeah. wrestling buddies. Yeah. The I was commercial gonna say, for that I, is bonkers. I
0: had, had one of those wrestling buddies. I, I had an like Ultimate Warrior one.
7: The, I feel like we had a
2: Hulk that, Hogan one in our house. It might have yeah. been my brother Ben's. I'm I'm not sure. My dad'll probably chime in on it. On
7: YouTube, you can <laughs> find it. There's a commercial sting literally just beats the shit out of a 10-year-old. Yeah. Commercial.
3: I saw that recently. Somebody tweeted that recently. And then we also had the
7: video games, which was Big, too, because you could go back in time and you could wrestle with Andre the Giant. You could get, I mean, just old school stuff. Rowdy, I'm going to mess up the name. Rowdy. Is that the N64? Jim yeah, that was on yeah. N64. I saw Jim
2: Duggan just, like, <laughs> got a burglar out of his house, didn't he? Yeah. Didn't we do, oh, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was him. We did it. Yeah. We,
0: did a, we did a deal
2: on him. Yeah, he,
0: like, choked the guy out. Yeah, and help the house,
2: motherfucker.
3: Yep, I mean, not to,
7: also do not forget The Rock.
3: Oh, the Rock. Well, I mean, how can Oh, you can forget yeah, the Rock? He's still relevant. Yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah, he's still, still in the news and still making tons of money. Oh, yeah. So, so tell fist. me
0: about the state of wrestling today. As, as John was just saying, the attitude era was huge, and then it seems like there was a little bit of a lull after those guys left like 20 years, and, and now. Now it seems like the fan base has expanded. I see a lot more women wrestling. There used to be just a handful, now it seems like there's a good dozen or so. Um, (laughs) what's uh, what's the state of pro wrestling? The
6: yeah, so you had uh, you had what was referred to as the attitude era, so WWE, then WWF at the time, World Wrestling Federation versus uh, World Championship Wrestling, that was WCW. On TNT, Turner owned that, and then you had Vincent, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, Vince McMahon had the, so those were the two competing factions. You had some smaller organizations get eaten up, and that was the sort of the death of the territories. So then we fast forward to uh, like the mid '90s into '99, 2000, and there's one show in town. That's all that's available um like JT was talking about as Japan slowly started to reorganize their wrestling um there were two wrestling organizations in Japan then there was one and it was New Japan Wrestling and you had the indie scene and then sort of what we were talking about earlier you had that CZW deathmatch style wrestling now you have GCW Game Changer Wrestling out of out of New Jersey And little by little, like what you were saying, when you know wrestling is starting to become better or relevant is when women start showing up because they, not to bust on the rest of us, but they're generally smarter about what they're going to watch. They're (laughs) smarter about what they're going to spend their money on. And uh, who doesn't want to watch some dudes oiled up in their chonies rolling around? And now, uh, with the current state of wrestling, you've got w, uh, WWE, and you know Vince is is out of control, and so now it's Triple H who's uh, in charge. Then you have AEW, All Elite Wrestling, based out of Jacksonville, Florida, with Tony Khan, who's the son of the owner of the Jags. So there's okay. constant influx of money. GCW up in uh, Jersey. And then you've got uh, championship wrestling out of Hollywood. So there's that whole scene. And then there's a bunch of other organizations that run just massive indie shows. And wrestling is alive and well in just about every city, just about every weekend. So it's, uh, it's really coming along. And like you said, the, the women are coming along uh, for the ride because there's some of the most wonderful wrestlers right now are women and the marketability of them, like the Charlotte Flares, the, um, the Mones, who, uh, was Sasha Banks. And now, you know, she was in the Mandalorian. She's been in movies, um, as well. So it's, it's alive and well, there's a lot going on.
3: Yeah. I, I like to say we're about to hit the next boom. Cause the attitude Era was probably the last big boom where it was big mainstream and everything and, uh, competition breeds success, I think. And, WWE had such a monopoly on it for so long. I was a lapsed fan. Like I was going to, uh, you know, watch New Japan Wrestling. I was trying to find my outlet in other places. Uh, You know, just like you guys. After Stone Cold and the Rock, it was like, well, this is kind of boring now. I I know what's going to happen. There's no competition, especially when WCW folded. Well, now AEW sprung up, and it's forcing WWE to be better and their storylines to be better, better. Uh, Because I'll I'll admit, when we started doing the podcast, I was like, I got to watch WWE too. But there's some good stuff going on in it, so I'm enjoying it now again because I'm an AEW fan. He's a WWE fan, so we're kind of trying to convert each other, which is fun. But, yeah, I, I definitely feel the boom is happening again. There's more talk. It's starting to become more mainstream again. The competition is out there. People are talking about it. Uh, some of the things AEW is doing with some of the people they've got brought over from WWE, like Chris Jericho and John Moxley and that. And then you know WWE is kind of counter-programming it. And and coming out with better storylines and pushing the envelope. So it's it's definitely a good time if you're into wrestling and have been following him for a long time. It's also a good time to jump in if you haven't been following it for a while and you fell out because there's some really good stuff going on for sure. That's what it sounds like.
0: Great entry point right now. Is uh are are the storylines still
2: as cut and dry as they used to be, like Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant or The Undertaker, the bad guys, good Miss guys. Elizabeth.
7: In, Ooh, in my Randy. day, the big the big split off was the NWO Wolfpack split yep. off from the NWO, and not, those were oh, midlife that was, crisis Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys were the best. Yeah. They hit
5: Dennis Rodman, take, Hogan. Oh my gosh, Rodman!
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> but then you is that
5: is that do, are, do you fat, still have James those Hogan?
2: characters? Though no, That's the good, the All American character, the Sergeant Slaughter before, yep. uh, like pre yeah, horrible handshake with the Sheik.
6: <laughs> yeah yeah you you definitely see less of that cartoon character style um you know i don't think we'll ever have a uh you know randy macho man oh yeah ever again which is unfortunate because oh. man freak out well, that was my favorite thing put those guys on that.
2: lunch pails and saturday yeah. morning man,
6: those guys World had World. red
7: skin from steroids
6: oh, they're bad. <laughs> yeah they're <laughs> back, they're whole back for days, days. <laughs> but the, the storylines Are So you, you sort of have to Take your real brain And put it in
3: the Oh
6: we lost your You have here. to
0: suspend disbelief I believe Is what Ellie Jair is saying right now
6: That's yeah. what he was
0: going for Yeah so and He's, is, he's is elaborating yep, But he's muted <laughs> he, he had issues
3: when we recorded earlier this morning too Man,
0: he's into it. I admire he's, his passion. For sure. I, he's probably I feel like he's about to here.
7: explain suspending disbelief well, yeah. the way he's, he's cursing now. He's trying my to. My girlfriend talks it's
3: about Spanish Dawning on <laughs> you No, know, you just have well, to suspend. I'll, I'll pick up because I can kind of get where he's going. Maybe. <laughs> we got Are you back? Hey, you're back. <laughs>
4: and we're yeah. back. Oh, yeah. Bold move. And Pop. he's back.
3: So the
6: suspended belief, but then some of the storylines, you're like, Oh, this is unbelievable. There's no way. And you know, back in the day you'd have some 80-year-old woman giving birth to this random hand. And you're like, this makes absolutely no sense. But now you've got uh you know, now with social media being what it is, you see some of the characters play out, and there's a a term called Kfab, which they live the character. So Undertaker. Was Undertaker twenty four seven? He retired. He's now Mark Calloway. Um, Undertaker is dead, and he's you know moving on forward. So some of the stories are are cut and dry in that you're in the ring, you've got your uh, your storyline, but then you've got um, AEW just came out with an all access uh, show. So you can kind of get behind the curtain a little bit. There's been the tales of the territory and dark side of the ring. So you see like, oh, this is, you know, this is what this person really was like. But some of the storylines and JT can, uh, he's got his little crystal ball where he can tell <laughs> what's about to happen. Where I'm like, oh, yeah, that, now that's not going down. And then next thing you know, last night I'm sitting there. Throwing the remote, so I'm on. I'm on Amazon trying to buy a new remote. If anybody knows uh, the serial number of a a 70 inch TV, Urgh.
3: that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, w- one of the things, uh, storylines. So, yes, you definitely have the black and white good guy, bad guy. But like you said, the realism kind of creeps in because of social media and everything. But one of the things that uh, I appreciate about AEW is not only do you have black and white storylines, sometimes they also spend four years building a storyline. So there's wow. one going on right now that started when all Elite started about four years ago and every show they might've dropped it a little, but it's building back up. And now it's, it's resurfacing now to where, like you said, last night, I was about three weeks ago, uh, Brian Danielson had left and I said, he's going to show back up and he's going to turn heel. No way. No way. Showed up last night and turned heel. And, and I'm like, I told you like, I love it. Cause I love picking on like, like the little details and watching the Easter eggs because with AEW, Somebody can say something, and you think it's a like they messed up their line or something, and then three weeks later, it's like, oh, they meant to do that. That's the story, and it's really neat. And what WWE did that I really appreciate is the bloodline, the storyline with with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns and the Usos, uh, building that whole storyline is a lot like what I, I liked in AEW, which is why I'm appreciating WWE more is because they're spending that time building that, not just a day to day occurrence. A lot like the Vince McMahon Stone Cold stuff where that went on for a long time and it was that ongoing story. They're getting back to that kind of storytelling and I I really appreciate it. And That's how you
2: can get into it and stay in it. Exactly.
5: Exactly. You become invested to the story. Like the days of our lives.
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah,
5: soap opera with muscles.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Heavy Steps is excited.
3: We're talking wrestling tonight. (laughs) He's fired up. Got the Million Dollar Man up there. I see it.
7: I I I listened to... He autographed
3: something for me. Nice. I
0: listened to your WrestleMania, um, predictions episode. And I was wondering (laughs) how often are these guys, right? Because you were in depth about step-by-step how things were going to happen. And then Ellie Jared's like, I hadn't even thought of that, but you're absolutely right. That is how it's going to go. So does this usually play out how you think?
3: Uh, my track records have been pretty good. I I enjoy it. I think, uh, I like to dig deep and read into the stories WWE, I have a harder time because I haven't followed it as much, but AEW, I'm getting pretty good at it. And like you said, we did our WrestleMania one, and I, and I blew his mind because you know I'm going to probably make all the fans that are WWE fans. I don't think the main storyline going in with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn is going to go the way people think. I think the Uzos, the heels are going to win, and I think it's going to build out into a storyline that they're going to continue on into SummerSlam and going forward. I'm hoping I'm right. This is the first time we actually sat down and like mapped it out to where I was like, all right, well, let me actually put my name behind this and, and write it on paper is what I think. Uh, so I'm hoping I'm right, but th- there's a lot of possibilities out there, and it's interesting because with AEW coming up, I used to be really good at it with WWE. I could always say, oh, so and so is going to win this match. And now with AEW, I can go – I can think about 18 different scenarios, and then I'll throw another one in there, and I'm like, I didn't see that coming. And so I <laughs> like the excitement of that. And I also like blowing – Jared's mind there and making him go, wait, what happened? <laughs> yeah, because it's
6: it's not so much, you know, black hat, white hat. You're like, okay, yeah, the good guy. Everybody's got to go home happy. So, you know, the last match at the end of the night, this is who's going to do what to who. But there's, you know, the plot twists and, you know, there's, there's tonight the show has to go on. But whatever happens in this match needs to play out. On Monday so it's uh, it's it's pretty exciting and I would say that like prod, prognosticators are probably 50-50 with whether they're right or wrong and like what Jay Tilly's saying the money that could be made or the additional programming that could continue with the way his, his Wrestlemania card would go um, would totally probably probably some marriages would end in divorce There's people that are spending a lot of money to go to Hollywood to expect a specific ending. And just like me, I went and spent money on five different t-shirts to do, to do my wardrobe changes throughout WrestleMania. And there's going to be some folks that are going to go home a little upset, a little hungover because uh, Sunday night when uh, Cody Rhodes holds the beautiful belts over his head, uh, that's going to be pretty phenomenal. But if, if not, Oof! There's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some some bets and some some broken hearts in the uh, in the uh, city of angels in Hollywood.
0: Wait, so so Jay Tilly knows what's gonna happen most of the time, and we can bet on it. Can we bet on this?
3: <laughs> it's supposedly coming. There's uh, talks that WWE's trying to make wrestling legalized betting thing. Yeah. No so way! How how could
0: no, you do
2: you that? Can't.
3: Yeah, you can't. There's no way. You could
2: fix it. It's too easy to be fixed. Yeah. There, the, the minute somebody leaks a script or a, a play card, Braun Strowman lives fucking two miles from here, like <laughs> right and up the road. We just go to yeah. the to the red apple, eat biscuits and gravy. And we'll be billionaires. No way. Yeah. They, yeah. I was just looking at. I've, I've been staring at Eric, going, he knows a fucking offshore book that would take you. <laughs> as soon he cuts. as he started
0: talking about his accuracy percentage, I was yeah, like, me too. To I was like, it. oh shit, yeah, we need to get like, out. How this.
2: accurate? Like how <laughs> accurate? <laughs> yeah, it,
0: yeah. I like, saw, I saw that article the other day. The
2: house type accurate.
0: <laughs> yeah, like a, at least a sex panther rate of sixty percent. I mean, 60% I could say that the and time it way. works people,
3: every time. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I could say that, and then you guys go bet, and they go, "Hey, let's flip the script and change it." So it's one of those. <laughs> like I don't ever see them make it a betting thing. It's just it's so scripted, and there's no way. Like there's no way they could do it, in my opinion. Those yeah, two the minute,
0: people who know the defined outcome already.
3: Exactly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Exactly. The minute the
6: minute uh, Vegas sees the money line, I mean. They're gonna go, hey, uh, Connecticut. We need you to we need you to mix this uh, mix the card up. Okay, no problem.
2: Hey, Steps okay. is a professional handicapper. He says we can hit it on Bet Online and Bovada.
7: UFC That's epic, yeah, crazy. Yeah.
6: That just seems like a.
7: <laughs> and I <laughs>
3: well, I, actually think,
2: uh, Draft King, no. I think
3: DraftKings. we Draft do all King's of is-
2: our betting on Bet US, on Bet Online. I'm mean, all of ours. Oh,
3: really. Yeah, because I think That's DraftKings strange. just partnered up where you can do betting through DraftKings on wrestling.
0: But wrestling.
3: I just don't know exactly how it all works.
0: Look at this. I got Hell in a Cell match. I got what? Showcase Fatal Four Way Tag yep. Team match. So I don't know that you can it's bet. I don't singles. know if you can bet
3: on the winners or you bet. Like, I haven't looked. I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting, though. I'd be. Man, now you got me wanting to check it out.
0: <laughs> you guys were saying. Uh, logan paul might lose huh or win
3: i think you, logan were, split on that. We you were, split were split on that we were split
0: on logan paul
3: yeah i i think uh i could see logan paul going over uh and winning it and then depending on if they've signed some of the free agents are out there having logan paul as the first challenger for cody Rhodes because you've you got made for wrestling oh yeah and you've got an automatic heel that everybody hates going against your top baby face like the minute he comes out you've set that like you said, that good guy, bad guy storyline, easily fixed, ready to go. Allegedly, Guys, news. Logan
6: Paul's uh, contract is up, though. So,
3: Allegedly.
0: <laughs> I have some exciting news here. Um, the undisputed WWE tag team champion. The Usos are plus 475 underdog. Uh, should can play you see out? that?
3: No. As he I, it's small, but yeah, that's crazy.
0: I'm wow. going to put $5.20 American on the You Usos. can really bet on
3: I had no idea you could do that. Hey, do you know this? Sh- Man, that's crazy. Uh, we're about to we're about to destroy
7: this.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, do you know wrestling, bro? Because we're about to. Rock this I mean, shit. hey, I am not gonna not gonna say that I am gonna give betting advice at all because I like those fantasy books. So fantasy booking and wow. and picking bet winners is a different thing. Their favorite there's. But it was we favored won't... to be over
0: three and a half title changes at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes oh, yeah. is minus
3: 500.
2: Roman Reigns plus 300. So can does Roman Reigns have a shot? I don't five think five so. bucks.
0: No, I don't think he Whoa. does. Is... Alpha
2: Academy four way tag team match. Alpha Academy's plus fourteen hundred.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a no way.
6: Yeah, I don't think them <laughs> winning. Uh on that one. Is Rey Mysterio Who's... fighting his child? Yes, he yeah. is. What that is uh sanctioned child abuse right
3: there? <laughs> yep,
2: that's what hey, that is. Oh my- I got plus money on every one of these. So is Braun gonna win this? I,
3: I think it's gonna be Braun and Ricochet personally. I can yeah. get
2: plus one hundred on that. That's well, that's even bad. yeah.
3: <laughs> that's even money. Yeah, there you go. That's how funny. about I- does Edge can he can he win? So this is another one we were torn on. I believe it's gonna be Finn Balor. Okay, uh personally, minus- yeah, so does Vegas. Yeah, I I think the story going forward makes more sense to have Finn Balor win it. Uh, If you're going to continue on his whole judgment day and everything, why would you put their leader out, especially if the rumors are that Edge is getting ready to leave?
1: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments.
6: Is it so, the
2: same edge that I remember when I was? It is. Wow, yeah. that guy's got to be crippled.
3: <laughs> it's him, Edge and Christian. That's the same guys. Jeez. With oh, the uh, with the Edge and
6: Finn, so Edge's contract is just about up. So there could be the emotional piece where they're going to want Edge to stick around and not go to AEW and get back together with his old tag team partner Christian and. He goes over at WrestleMania, gets promised a year of dream matches before he moves on, so WWE can make a little more money on, on the old guy. All um, right,
2: listen to this. I can get plus 250 and it's <laughs> fucking John Cena. You always take plus money with John Cena, right?
0: I
3: Negative. don't think John Cena is going to win. Not at WrestleMania. Austin yep. Theory. Is yeah, I think it's going to be Austin Theory. Yep. Yeah. Austin that's
0: Theory, that's going to be his WrestleMania moment. I heard you guys say and talk about WrestleMania moment a few times. What is that exactly for the casual?
3: I'll let you what take that, that one, Jared.
6: So the WrestleMania moment is a childhood dream coming true. So you've you've been on this worldwide trek for years and years, and you've always come just so close. And there you are. It's WrestleMania. It's a moment of a lifetime. You're in the main event, and you're going one-on-one with your – complete nemesis and you finally get to topple them. You climb to the middle rope or the top rope and you're holding that, you're holding that title above your head for the first time and everybody's with you and they're, they're uh, crying or carrying on whatever it is, or that complete disbelief when, when Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar, that was one of Lesnar's WrestleMania moments. And it's something that only happens literally once in a lifetime Uh, Whether it's, you know, two women, two African-American women headlining WrestleMania and uh, one of them ends up winning the world title for the first time in her career. So it was a WrestleMania moment, historic event. And then Bianca Belair comes out the victor and holds the title up and says, I will forever be a champion and I've forever won it at WrestleMania.
3: One one of the biggest ones to talk about is Hogan slamming Andre. Like that was a huge... WrestleMania, WrestleMania moments. So that's kind of yeah. to compare it to, yeah. So
2: that was the WrestleMania. There was a few WrestleManias that we'd rent. Oh, I used to wear out the tapes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you went to the yeah. Circle K up the street from our house every WrestleMania tape. Uh, it looked like it'd been in my bedroom for <laughs> years because it had been. It had been over yeah. And over
3: yeah, it's funny, uh, Jared and I've been talking about like something we could like, <laughs> start doing to add more shows. And we've been talking about going back and starting at WrestleMania 1 and doing a review show like, all right, how does it hold up today? Huh. Where are they at now? What <laughs> stemmed off from these? Where yeah. did their careers go? Were they um, more
2: brutal back then than what they are now? Are they more physiqued? Or what, what what
3: do you notice difference? It, a lot. better? So, yeah. So, it, it depends on what you consider better. The old school wrestling style is a lot more storytelling in the ring. So, there's a lot more slow methodical pacing to it whereas nowadays there is some of that but nowadays they have the high speed uh like adrenaline junkie move 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 spot 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 and there's not as much uh selling as there is um there used to be in the old days so in the old days you'll see a lot of those chin locks where they'll hold them for a few minutes rest holds they call them now but so it, it has evolved for sure and, and you the talk cardio kinda...
2: probably for sure. Oh absolutely. Yeah. The because cardio... those guys back in when we were young, all of us probably except for John were younger. They mm-hmm.
0: partied. They were hard drinking oh, yes. Yeah, they weren't yeah. acrobats smoking oh. in
7: the
2: locker room. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Although, there was a very
2: few acrobats like G- Cheeto Santana. Superfly Snooka. Snooka, There was a Santana. few of those guys.
0: That's that got... what I was thinking of. Superfly Snooker. Yeah. You would do that.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Riggy the, the Dragon Steamboat.
0: Most... Most of the guys were,
2: like, just roided to their, like, their oh, skin's yeah. about to pop. They look like, you know, and and they just partied with cocaine. Like Legion of Doom? How their hearts made it, I have no idea.
6: Yeah. Most didn't. Yeah, most, most, their hearts did yeah, most are slowly, uh, you know, day by day, month by month, passing away. Unfortunately, neither of the road warriors are with us. Um, you know, Ultimate Warrior is passed on, and it's all that wear and tear that lifestyle that they led and you know you one of the characters his his uh, moniker was the milkman Jake the Mi- milkman milliman <laughs> and he had a physique that only a mother would love and I tell you it was uh that was that was the start of wrestling and WrestleMania 1 if you sat down and watched it you'd be like what you know who are these people blah 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 because there was no storyline it was just Vince was like all right I'm going to Mortgage my house. I'm having WrestleMania one.
0: Put on these overalls.
6: Yeah, <laughs> and next thing you know, Hillbilly Jim is born, and you know haystack. The
2: bushwhackers. I mean, You're yeah. bushwhackers. gonna be the guy with a
3: snake. Yeah. Who, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, yeah. hates snakes? Yeah,
2: yeah, Jake the Snake Roberts yeah. hates snakes. I've yep. listened to
3: a few him on a few podcasts. He's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he hated snakes, and they gave him the snake gig, and he was mortified, but he did it. Was
0: the (laughs) was the blindfold match with him at WrestleMania? I'm I'm remembering he got blinded for a while there, Jake the Snake. I think it was somebody had to wear a blindfold to even the stakes. Yeah. Yeah. What a what a task! (laughs) Go out there in a blindfold and wrestle and entertain these thousands of people. I had a
2: Burmese python named Boss because of Jake the Snake Roberts. I wonder how many snakes. (laughs) My mom probably hated that guy.
4: (laughs) <laughs> Damn you, Jake! Yeah. Hey, but
2: let me tell yeah. you, like guys like Mankind, a lot of these old school guys, and I—I'll I'll admit I haven't watched it in a long time, but they—I mean, these guys got jacked up. Like they—they oh, yeah. they yeah. wrestled with heart, and they beat the shit out of each other during Especially the pay per views. Yeah. yeah. Oh my Mick god, Foley. Mankind! Like nobody, my lord, talk about
6: selling it. Like he's, yeah, like he was. They were doing it. I mean, he legit ripped off his ear in a match. Fuck yeah. Lost, uh, lost the earlobe. He's since had both knees and both both hips replaced. I bet. Um, recently, We're guys jumping with, off
2: cages. Yeah, yeah. Going yeah. through. Them. Oh my god. Going
3: through the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. that was an accident. They didn't expect yeah. that. It was a interview these with guys uh, are
2: big. Yeah. Right? Have you? Yeah. Have you? You guys have met him. You guys look like pretty big guys. These wrestlers are huge. Triple H is oh yeah.
6: Huge.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're big dudes. I uh, I did a little bit of time in a wrestling school in Tampa. A long time ago like 30 years ago i think it was was before i joined the military but uh, yeah i I met um the giant at the time and that dude is huge not andre the giant but the the newer giant big show or paul white Uh, yeah that guy man his hand was like the size of my head it was insane (laughs) and yeah they're, they're, they're big dudes and yeah nowadays i would say they're not as big like you've got a lot of the smaller guys now so Which that's kind of what I noticed. I'm like, they've gone all the way
2: back full circle to the Von Ericks.
3: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's, they, that's they, a good way to put it. Yeah,
2: normal looking guys. Yeah, they're not yeah. like like their biceps the size of my head. Yeah, Wait,
7: Von know, Eric, man, is that the man, Iron Claw? Man, yeah. That movie yeah. that's going to oh, come yeah. out.
6: Yeah, yeah. Huh.
2: The Iron Claw, though, that was the chic, right?
3: Uh, I think the bon Von Erichs were doing it first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The bon there Erics was a.
6: Uh, there was a. So the Fritz Von Eric, he was the one who started um, him, and there was uh, the Baron who used to wrestle in Georgia Championship Wrestling. He had one too, and those the, they were the start of the of the Claw. And, and they um, wrestle
2: with no shoes. I remember. Yeah,
6: Kevin. Kevin used to wrestle with zero shoes. Like yeah. wow. And now Riddle. Up riddle does uh riddle does something very similar to that and i think he's about the only one snooker did it obviously you know not obviously but snooker did it Yep. and right now i think riddle is the only barefoot barefoot wrestler
2: so Parts give, on me your, give me your all-time favorite wrestler and then who who's your favorite today like when you sit down to watch who were we rooting for if me and Eric sat down to watch wrestling, who who are we gonna
3: want to watch? So that's, that's but, a, and then your all time favorite, of course. Uh, all right, I'll go first on this one because I am jazzed up. So all time favorite, Brett the Hitman Hart. I am a Bret Hart guy. I always have. I him. had the glasses as a young man. Yeah, I had the glasses, young man. I've got a jersey signed. I've I met him. He was at a wrestlecon here recently, so I've got like a bunch of stuff signed. Uh, he's I've always been a Hart guy. Uh, his storytelling in the ring and the fact that he could carry anybody he was in there with and make them look like a superstar was great. So all-time, easy one, Bret Hart. Nowadays, if I were to tell you to watch somebody, it it would depend. Um, You've got – if you want somebody who is just despicable, going to buy and hate everything he says and is a great heel, uh, Heavy Steps just mentioned MJF. Probably one of the best on the mics you're ever going to see. Can carry a match like none other. Um, For character-wise, he's probably one one up there. Then you've got Kenny Omega, who – it's a lot like Bret Hart, whoever you put him in the ring with looks fantastic. The guy does athletic stuff that is unbelievable. He was wrestling at like he said like 80% health over the last few years. And you couldn't tell. Like the guy was in there just taking bumps and doing crazy things. Uh man, like if I had to pick one, it would be hard because I'd want to talk about Brian Danielson too, who's amazing right now, or, or Daniel Bryan as he was in the WWE. So I would probably say those three are my top three right now. Nice. Yeah, and for me being
6: uh, I'm a big if you look over my shoulders, the North American and American titles, uh, Sergeant Slaughter actually had his own title made and it was the America's champion. There were only three made um, over the years and I contacted a company and. Uh, it's, That's a uh, one
0: of three.
6: So there's four made now. So this is one <laughs> wow. that I, uh, I contacted a company, sent them. Uh, the diagram of it, and they cut it for me and sent it to me. And so Sergeant Slaughter, just because of the military affiliation, and I grew up in a military family, and I'm just a huge, huge fan. Whether he was a heel or a face, I thought it was incredible. Uh, You know, shout out to him and everything that he's doing. He's got his own, um, like, con that he does, which is a convention. And uh, there's a whole storyline he was a wrestler making tons of cash. GI Joe was like, hey, we have this cartoon we think you'd fit in with. We'll give you a bunch of cash. He was like, yo Joe uh, went on you know went on and did that and mm-hmm. you know I, for that I thought I thought it was absolutely you know fantastic for the folks that are doing it today um, you know up until a few days ago it was gonna be cut and dry. I'm a huge Cody Cody Rhodes mark. And for those that aren't wrestling fans, a mark is someone that no matter what that person does, you're just like, oh, he's just fantastic. Um, (laughs) Up until recently, it was uh, it was Cody Rhodes. But uh, there is a there is a dude who's coming out of Mexico in AAA and his name is Vikingo. He is the son of he's a second generation wrestler. And uh, this guy is about. Five ish uh, with his gear on, he's probably one seventy. And Vikingo, if you uh, if you Google Vikingo versus Omega, you will uh, you'll hop on to uh, Twitter and start following No Shave Man Cave. And I'm dropping matches. Any chance I can stumble on them, whether it's on YouTube or AAA or whatever. And yeah, so Vikingo is uh, is the guy to watch right now. Right behind him is soon to be your world, universal, undisputed champion of WWE, Cody Rhodes, and all time favorite would uh, would be Sergeant Slaughter. Minus my, uh, you know, the guy that brought me to wrestling, Jerry the King Lawler. Nice,
0: yeah, we're big Sergeant Slaughter guys. He's hey, a, he's an
2: Dave everyman. Sargent, yes. The day Sergeant Slaughter followed me on Twitter was
6: awesome. Yes. I was yes. like,
2: this is it. Amazing.
7: <laughs>
2: yeah, he
6: t- he tweeted me when I uh when I posted the photo of that. And he was originally coming to Jacksonville for uh one of the River City WrestleCons. And I was like, yo, I am gonna I I will be there, I will be first in line. oh yeah, Jay, Jay Tilly will remind you that uh that he got put in the camel clutch. Yeah, he about he about knocked me out.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I posted the so. pictures on Twitter. Like, I met him, and same thing. Like, I, I was a huge Sergeant Slaughter fan growing up too. And yeah, so he him, did that, huh? well, I still loved <laughs> yeah. it. It was great because I, I he did this poster and he like personalized it and like you know Hogan sucks and screw Cobra Commander oh, yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, he's like, "Do you want the Cobra clutch?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." Man, he locked that in. I'm like, "All right, this is cool." And then he cinched it up, and I'm like, "Oh!" My what? daughter started laughing. She's like, "Dad, you look panicked." I'm like, "I couldn't breathe." <laughs> that was that was legit like i'm like okay all right cool like right. i got it it's real <laughs> hell yeah. yeah that was that was a lot of
0: fun though going back cool, to uh cool guy. your guy Bret hart now he got yeah. screwed out of uh, a championship at one point he was supposed to win the match
6: yep and With as far WrestleMania as WrestleMania eight
0: and he ended yeah. up losing the match in sort of a shady business is that a thing that happens still or how many times has that happened in wrestling?
3: I would say that's probably the most famous time that's happened. Oh, you're uh, can you kind of can, can you I'm kind of
0: expi- can you
2: explain it a little bit? Is what that happened? what a
3: shoot is? Y- yeah, that would be yeah, I guess I mean technically there was a shoot ending to it, um but more usually what a shoot is is that's your uh you know somebody punching somebody for real and everything. So that one was kind of a weird one because it was a work for everybody except for him you know, like Bret Hart didn't know what the ending was going to be, uh, to explain a little, I'll actually give it to Jared. He's kind of more the historian. My brain don't work as good. I don't remember stuff as much, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he could probably go into a little more details on it, but I do remember just being a Bret Hart guy and how he got screwed out of it. And, and I've heard some of the stories, you know, the yeah. backstage is spitting on McMahon and everything, but I, I don't know, Jared, do you want to give some of the little more of the, the screw job, uh, story?
0: Montreal screw job? That's what yep. it's. Yeah. So right.
3: Mon- Montreal
6: screw job, the, um the, when, when wrestlers will continuously wrestle with one another as part of a storyline, that's called a program. So HBK, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels was in a program with Bret Hart. Bret Hart was the execution of excellence. The best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And the Heartbreak Kid was what was literally bringing women to professional wrestling. And that's when you know you're over because you start seeing women coming to the crowd again because they're smarter, a little more frugal. Um, No
0: ravishing Rick Rude, but. Yeah.
6: Oh, yeah. (laughs) He was he was another good one. But uh, so the screw job was uh, Montreal. And what was what was going to happen was Bret Hart had talked to the producers and the producers are people in the back that help the wrestlers kind of orchestrate how the match may or may not go. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Nobody goes over the top rope. No pile drivers. And this is how the finish is going to go. All right, love. You got to go by clink. Uh, Bret Hart didn't want the match to way that didn't want the match to end the way heartbreak kid and Vince McMahon did because Bret Hart's contract was up. He wanted to win because he's from Canada. He wanted to win. He was going to do what's referred to as the job and go out the right way the next night on Monday Night Raw. Instead, uh, Vince took it into his own hands and said, hey, um, here's what's going to happen. And Vince McMahon signaled to the referee and to the, um, to the bell ring, Bubba, who uh, then in turn announced the winner of the match and new uh, world champion. Allegedly, Heartbreak Kid did not know about this and – There's varied reports, but yeah, so the the ending was a unscripted finish because Vince allegedly was the only one who knew and screwed uh, Bret Hart. And the next uh, couple days later, um, Bret Hart left the WWF and went to WCW and on his way out, Bret spit in his face and then uh, punched him in the eye. And uh, went went away went away mad. Yep.
4: Oh,
0: not a Motley Crue guy, I guess.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That
5: was. Don't go away, mad. Just go away.
2: That was like a. That and Chris Benoit. Those were the two that I was like, "Whoa, crazy shit." Yeah, the Canadian was
6: The old CTE. That was uh, that was something else.
0: Riddled. Well. Before we get out of here, let's talk a little bit more about your podcast. I noticed, yep. well, I noticed, and also you guys brought it up earlier. You do these candid conversations and sort of just a mental health episode. Yep, I th- I think that's great. Was that something you decided to do right away? And is are you getting a good reception from from fans and fellow veterans on that? I imagine you are.
3: Yeah, it's it's one of the things that when we started. Uh, Right away, it's one of the things we want to talk about, and and we try to end every episode with a "take care of yourselves" and "take care of each other." Uh We like to give the nine eight eight crisis line out. Um The twenty second was always a date that we were gonna we're gonna drop it on. I try to get them to release at zero two twenty two every night on that twenty second, so they kind of go out. Just I'm goofy like that, but uh, yeah, that that's something we always wanted to be a focus. And and to be honest, as we grow and get bigger, if we actually start making some money doing this, we plan on on you know, giving to those organizations to help veterans and help get mental health out there more, going to Wounded Warrior projects, hosting events. I would love to, you know, get with WW or AEW in their in town and get a group of veterans together and go, you know, just to kind of hang out. Uh, one of the other things we're going to start doing is kind of hosting things at the local VAs and, uh, you know, resume writing for guys that are trying to get back on their feet nice. or whatever we can do to help our veteran community. And, I, yeah, I would say that our most watched shows are probably those 20-second shows you know, so far. Yeah. yeah nobody absolutely. knows what vets
0: need what better than fellow vets.
3: Right. right.
6: Yeah. When, when we first started uh, conjuring up this, this thing that we wanted to do it, you know, it came to me sort of in a dream and I was like, dude, I had this dream and my original name was vintage championship wrestling. And I wanted it to be a bunch of old timers coming out and putting on a show for the fans And we started talking, next thing you know, it turned into Veterans Championship Wrestling, VCW. And then we turned into the No Shave Man Cave. And, you know, our sort of our mission statement was we at one at some point in this journey of ours, we will be able to give back to veterans in some form or fashion. And right now being able to do these shows on the 22nd. And do our buddy checks and and do all that. That's very, very near and dear to our heart. So, absolutely. Yeah.
0: yeah These are amazing. amazing. That's awesome.
6: And you guys really know
2: wrestling.
0: Dude, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you really know wrestling. Dude, so. That episode, the one you just uh, released, I think probably yesterday about WrestleMania. It's, in depth, like these guys know every storyline of every. And game. we did.
2: I didn't know we could bet on it because I got yeah, some parlays pulled up. I think we could hit some of these parlays, JT. No bullshit. I
1: yeah, I didn't know we
2: could, could get, get it up. Now I'm going. <laughs> you
3: had it up, and I'm like, you know, <clears throat> man, I, I might you take that every day. I'll be like,
6: do a quick yeah. screenshot right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Hey, shout out to Coach. Hey, your Orioles
6: beat the socks
2: today, ten to nine.
0: There we wow. go. What?
2: hey, you Man. guys watch out for the fucking brewers. If we can learn how to hit a baseball, it's over. <laughs>
0: did they forget how to hit
2: baseballs?
7: <laughs> you did today.
2: Yeah. Oh did they, did they, they have open big bar Strowman or something or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what We're just out there giving them colds today. Just
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh what other sports are you guys passionate about?
3: Uh for L- me, NFL. Uh, Tell I'm us your team. Yeah. team. Who's my yeah, Goldman's team? fan? Mm-hmm. Oh. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a huge Dolphins fan. Grew up in Miami. We had Dolph uh, Freaky
2: on our Super Bowl special. She oh, did yeah. uh, Fantasy uh, Jeopardy. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Cool. With, with who that from Cincinnati, the fan of the year, and yep. the Tennessee Spider-Man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. cool as fuck. We, we're buddies with Comish. Uh, we have, also do uh, Super Football, or uh, Super Fantasy Sports Okay. Corporation. Anyways.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Man. huge Dolphins fan.
2: It?
0: Yeah, uh, Fantasy Sports Corp.
2: Yeah, Fantasy Sports Corporation, YouTube over there. And he is a major – he's a season ticket holder down in Miami. Oh, nice. He lives down in Florida, too. Big Dolphins fan. What do you guys – what do you think about Tua? Where are you at? How you feel about this team?
3: So, I, I'm i a Tua supporter. Uh, I, sure, I think, but he can't fucking get tackled because he doesn't know how to <laughs> fall.
2: I 100% fucking agree. Every, since Alabama looks like a train wreck on his yep. head, every tackle. Yeah. 100% i I've 100%. never seen anything like it. I don't know what it is. They get they gotta teach that.
3: It's kind of funny being a wrestling fan. Yeah. I, and and kind of doing the school, I know how to take a fall, and then being in martial arts. And I watch him every time I'm like, oh my god, tuck your chin. Like, it's do something bad. You know? And so I actually think the fact that he went and did judo classes and is like trying to learn how to take falls sure. should help him this season. If he can stay healthy, I think the dolphins are terrifyingly good. Yeah, if he's he can a good stay quarterback,
2: healthy. But- Hashtag, hashtag, if he can
3: stay healthy, yeah. <laughs> one yeah. more
2: head injury, I don't think he'll oh, yeah. play again, bro. He's I the
0: worst at falling. He's, He's the worst at falling.
2: Elijah, do you agree though? How many concussions can he take before you just gotta step away? Yeah, yeah. It, it's
3: definitely one of those that you know. I, I I agree. Like I I watch him, and like you said, he can't fall. And every time he takes a hit, I'm like, oh god, this is the one. Okay, no, we this got this.
4: This is a big one. Weezie, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> I'm coming,
0: Elizabeth. I think uh, John and I were both hoping that they would go get Lamar Jackson because that would just be fun to watch.
3: Yeah, and I agree. I
0: think Lamar wants to play there.
3: Yeah, and that was the rumor, but I think he's asking a lot, and I think wasn't the Ravens asking a lot to take him? So I think the cap get a guy. That's my thing is get a guy. Like I don't, I don't know what the. I, I think this season obviously will be make a break for him. Um, I think Mike White coming in will help a little bit, uh, but he's no. He's no Lamar Jackson, so no, but yeah, he's no
7: starting quarterback.
3: Yeah, exactly. No, he's he's not, not a starting quarterback, quarterback so it, it's going to no be Mitch
7: Trubinsky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: he's he's, he's like No but, Mitch. But, you know,
3: I yeah, I, I'm pumped for the team. I think picking up Jalen Ramsey is a huge get for the defense. Uh, I think him and uh, Vic Fangio. Our, yeah, and Fran, oh man, yeah. I the pieces are there if Tua can stay healthy. If Tua don't stay healthy, we're done. Ramsey could not be more excited to be there either. Yeah,
6: Yeah. he looked really pumped. Yeah, and for me, I'm a huge fantasy football fan. Um, I'm down with college football, pro football, go G-men, and and Danny Dimes with getting that bag. And next we'll get Saquad locked up, and uh, I think OBJ is going to sign with the Jets, and we'll see what the AFC East looks like. Buffalo comes out with the the, – number 1 seed in the AFC and it's a uh, pretty interesting season next year depending on what the NFC can do to get get things back in line I don't think it'll be the 49ers but uh yeah, I it's it's going to be a fun season this year.
1: Fucking degenerate you. Fucking
5: kids at
0: home. I think there's maybe one or two teams in the NFC who shouldn't aggressively go after Lamar Jackson but everybody else like the NFC is wide open. Yeah. You go like the, like Angela's Vikings go get Lamar Jackson. They're immediately oh. the favorite. They didn't, the they didn't
6: extend Kirk cousins. So there's that. And
0: yeah, I'm, I'm kind of really. worried that's going to happen. Yeah. It paid <laughs> him a little bit of something, but
5: it wasn't exciting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I think they
5: he was cap on, cap on a three
0: year,
2: 90 million, deal, million dollar deal. Right. And that's now done.
5: Right. But they did pay him to stick around. I'm just saying.
0: They did <laughs> giants. Your giants did go get Darren Waller, which kind of pissed me off. Cause I really like Dan Bellinger. I think he could be a top five, top 10 tight end in the league. And also he's on my dynasty team. So now Darren Waller just, just really crushed that. I mean, the guy got his orbital bone caved in and he came back like a few games later. That's my kind of guy. Show me Darren Waller. Darren Waller missed a whole season on a hamstring.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I, I you know, I'm, it's good that they went and got a another receiver. They don't have a featured wideout. Uh, Sterling Shepard is so so. There is New York really, your team? Yes, Giants. Yep.
2: Yeah. Okay. We yeah, know some so Giants
6: fans. We, yeah, So the it'll be interesting to see with the whether it's through veterans or some kind of draft day trade, but they gotta they gotta shore up that wide receiver core. And uh, get Saquad locked up for uh for a couple of years. Yeah, you gotta get
0: Dan Jones a couple big ass targets.
6: Yeah. Yeah, he's gonna oh, you these like belts. that side. You like Danny Dimes? Is that your guy? Are you sold? are in are you are you I glad do, yeah, that he signed that? What's that? Are you glad that he signed that deal? I do I am glad because uh you know you knew what you were getting with him, you knew with uh the coach. And the offensive coordinator, and who was doing what to who, and how it was going to happen. You wow, bring Eli you. Manning
2: really just kind of lulled you guys to sleep, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so jealous. So That's they got crazy.
0: they got such a man's man for a coach. We got this short oh. little <laughs> well, metrosexual Lord. test with his. Obsessed with his beard and his hair being straight. Brian Dable's out there in a track suit, big aviator, sunglasses on. <laughs> Got a brewski at like a I you saw, want Dan Campbell. We all wanted Dan Campbell. Yes. I saw a report from the owners' meetings that Brian Dable was the first guy to crack a beer at like 1042
6: AM. He hopped out of his really truck, had, had his own six-pack, and it was go time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That was a home run hire for that team. That just they're their blue collar hard nosed football team again.
6: Yes. Yeah. And the, the defense, I think, is gonna be really good. The they're sort of embodying the the head coach and getting you guys will thing. make the playoffs because
2: Dallas sucks and the skins are the skins. Oh, Whatever. Yeah. They yeah. get smacked around. Let's talk about a real team. Green Bay <laughs> Packers. We're gonna, we are a gonna hand you Rodgers just no. so we have something to laugh at. In the press conference, and then we're about
0: to take this entire league over. Yeah, I saw Aaron Jones ready, out there. Dude, I saw Aaron Jones out there catching passes from Jordan Love. Oh, in his it's backyard. Over. They're already hanging out. It's over. What's in your, what what your guys' cups <laughs> over there? <laughs> <Shee>. <laughs> the Bears
5: are coming up, and the Lions are coming up faster. We only I have like the Lions. That the, the Lions, that, the Lions
6: will be a good story this year, I think. Oh, yeah. The the strides that they were making to to move forward, what the Bears will do in the draft, you know, will will or will not affect what they do. And then the Green Bay Packers with some of the holes and um, losing Rodgers and having to sort of start over with love that that will be. We still have Rodgers. What's
2: going to happen there? He's Rogers, eventually go uh, has back.
6: got one foot out the door and already started packing his stuff to go play for the jets. I think his stuff is in the back. I think we need we to do it out back.
2: I don't
3: think. Yeah. Out. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we're like, how you correct? were in the game. You we were moving your yeah. ass out.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. In it in trash bags. Here you go. Yeah. They're
2: there figuring out me you you <laughs> on moon. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. I
0: think my prediction for the NFC North is 11 or 12 wins will be enough to win the division. But no team will be below five hundred. They're all going to be like nine and eight, eight and 10. Wow, and it's going to be a battle. I don't yes, know if sure. that's mathematically possible, but it's just going to be a <laughs> sea of mediocrity. Hey, I mean, can have I have a lot of B
7: minus teams in the NFC North yeah, this year.
0: Just figuring
2: it out. Hey John, I'm going to play this for you. But this is absolutely Aaron Rodgers on his like way a out of Green Twenty year Bay. old with a spool. He. This is what. This is him on his way out of town.
4: What the fuck is that? Shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm dying in this fucking country-ass fucked-up town. <laughs> That's his favorite prof- YouTube
0: video. The professional,
2: professional
0: reporter Green- voice he was using before oh, that. It
2: yeah.
5: <laughs> was awesome. The uh, yeah.
0: He hates Green, Bay. He I, hates I, Green I, Bay. I'm sold
2: that he fucking hates Green Bay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think that he has been coddled his entire career. And he's about to stand up in front of the fucking New York media and get it. And they don't run their questions by your mama first. Nope. They just ask them. They're going to be like, "Here's a, what's the first five questions? Are you
0: vaccinated?
2: Are you vaccinated? <laughs> this is I'm, gonna going, go on I'm yeah, going on a four, retreat. I'm going on a retreat. Oh my god. Yep.
6: He's exactly. going to go.
2: On, he's going to go. Some deuce. Pull some monk shit and go silent for the. He's going to have the
7: stupidest <laughs> haircut. Oh, guaranteed. They're <laughs> not gonna oh. embrace that. Oh. They'll be like Bro, he's what gonna you? maybe he'll go back to the Hitler youth haircut with its shape <laughs> oh, on the God sides and then combed on the top. Gosh, yeah,
2: over and under he says he spells R-E-L-A-S. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. Really?
0: laughs> oh Yowza. well, yeah. We, that's could, we could slander Aaron Rodgers all night. We really could, but <laughs> we should probably get out of here eventually. But first, uh thanks for Thanks for joining us. Thanks for giving us like an hour plus here and, uh, educating us about wrestling, let the people know where they can find you on the internets and uh, podcast apps.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we are on pretty much every podcast app you got, uh, Apple, Spotify, our heart rate, you name it. You can find us just, uh, look up the no shave man cave and, uh, on social media, uh, at no shave man cave, Twitter, uh, face, not Facebook. I lied. I didn't do a Facebook, Twitter, There's Instagram, it. TikTok. And uh, YouTube is is coming along. We're starting to try to get more and more on YouTube. I'm trying to learn the video editing stuff to start putting our podcasts up there, also. But at No Shave Man Cave, uh, if you hit us in, in Google, actually we come up on like the top Google search too, which is kind nice. of nice. Cool. So it's kind of a nice, u- unique search to look for it. But yeah, it, and it's hosted by Acast, so Acast has got us also. Obviously. Yeah, you
6: hit you hit the Google hit the Google search. Type in No Shave Man Cave. We come in right under Manscaped. <laughs> nice. yeah there it is so <laughs> very cool
0: outstanding that's a sponsorship i can see coming soon oh that'd be
6: awesome yeah. sign me up i'll figure out how to use the product i've got a mirror <laughs> I, I cut my own hair so i'm sure i can figure that out too there you go So i'm sure they
0: got beard oils and shit like that yeah i'm go sure uh Patriot to Find all of our stuff at Patriots pod on the Twitter. Is there anything I'm forgetting? Okay. Then this is where I just say, be good to each other until next day. Hey, people are being assholes lately. Yeah. Say don't be, be good an asshole. to each other at the end of every show. And, and it sounds like just words at this point, but I actually mean it. Don't be an asshole. Be good to each other. Chris kicked the outro music.
2: Also, While I have you, it's about to be spring. Go smoke some ribs and take it to your neighbors. Just say hi. It's been a long winter. We all need to calm down, bring the temperature down, take a breath.
7: Yeah.
4: Smoking ribs. Smoking meat. Find us on Twitter at PatriotsPie, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more.